5: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio show, podcast version with limited commercial interruption. And in an hour three here, it's all about Vaughn Miller. What are the odds that Vaughn Miller has played his final game with the Broncos? Lots of chatter, back fence talk, and scuttlebutt that Vaughn Miller is going to be a salary cap casualty. In Denver, we take a look at this from all different angles. Vaughn Miller, ex-Bronco to be. The topic de jure, this hour, in hour number three. Vaughn, as good as gone. Huh? Welcome in. The beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we speechify coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside the theater, the theater of the mind. Well, our lead this hour, we're going to change it up. We talked a lot of baseball And kind of baseball with Tim Tebow. So, our lead this hour comes from the relocation department of the NFL. And another veteran defensive star can be yours, possibly for nothing, on the move. Now, move over, J.J. Watt. You have some competition, or or about to have some competition, on the free agent market. We are talking about Vaughn Miller. Miller time for your Denver Broncos. If you have not heard the latest, perhaps not. We have learned now that Vaughn Miller is on borrowed time in Denver, while publicly the Broncos have not made a final decision. Wink, wink, nod, nod. But they've not made a final decision. They say on Miller, uh, you can certainly see the writing on the wall here, they can save almost $18 million against the Salary cap, the salary cap boogeyman. If they cut or trade Von Miller this season, the deadline is rapidly approaching. Time goes by pretty quick these days, and decision has to be made prior to the new league year starting. So by March 16th, the new league year starts March 17th. So let us discuss the question at hand here. What are the odds that Von Miller has played his final game as a Bronco, you might, he did not play this past season because of injury. So I'm going to set the Mallard Sportsbook line that Vaughn Miller is done in Denver at minus 400. Now that implies an 80% chance that Vaughn Miller is leaving the Rocky Mountains. Only a 20% chance that he sticks around for another season heading into the final year of his contract. So my thoughts here. You've got neon sign, shoots and ladders, and pancake and waffle mix. And we will combine all of these things together for a marginal maller monologue. Now, A, when the salary cap nerds put lists of players together who are on the endangered list because of money, They do it every year, and if you saw the list that came out when the regular season ended, Vaughn Miller was near the top. Also on that list, Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers as a possible salary cap casualty, Zach Ertz of the Philadelphia Eagles, among others. So seeing Vaughn Miller's inclusion is not out of left field. It's not a surprise. The timing of this, though, appears to be intentional. It's my theory on it that you plant the seed You float, if you're the Broncos, the possibility to your buddies in the media, your possibility of Miller time being over in Denver. Finito and done in an effort to prepare the most passionate of your fanatical base so they can soften the blow. I try to soften the blow there when the cartoon anvil comes dropping down on the head of Von Miller. Now, the other thing that you need to know about this is that Miller has the double whammy working against him. He was not as productive as he normally had been in the past, his last full season in 2019. And then he missed all of the 2020 season with injury. You combine that with, let's be honest here, a big neon sign that has been put up over the Bronco facility Under new management. That's what the sign says. Under new management. All right, so now what does that mean? The Broncos hired George Patton, the the military general. General Patton. I don't know, but I guess he's the guy. Former Viking. Uh, George Patton, he is the new sheriff of Huckleberry, and he replaces John Elway. In theory, although we still think Elway is lurking around in the shadows. He's the most popular athlete in Colorado. He's not just going to leave. So this guy Patton, he's got no bond. There's no connection to Vaughn Miller. So that makes separation much easier when emotions are not involved. It's like we say in the radio business, when they change program directors, uh, everyone's head can be on a platter because there's no connection typically to the new boss. Now, part B of this. There are many that believe that the Broncos merely want Vaughn Miller to renegotiate the contract. They're not going to get rid of him. I disagree with that. To me, that seems far-fetched. right? In, in my analysis of this, Denver would only take a $4 million dead cap hit if they cut or trade Vaughn Miller. Just cut him outright and uh, get rid of him this offseason. So I, would, I would advise you not to be led astray by the salary cap in general. Uh, I am a salary cap truther. Uh, NFL teams often say that it's a numbers game that is a justification for dumping a player, someone usually who's a popular player, the salary cap boogeyman. So I'm in the camp that believes the salary cap is a myth. It is a smokescreen used by franchises to as a convenient excuse because everyone's got to have a foe guy. Right? It's a convenient excuse to get rid of players that are popular, that have been productive, but, you know, they get a little long in the tooth they're getting a little lazy. There's something else going on you want to get rid of. them, And it's a way to get around looking like a total tight wise What am I supposed to do? Yeah, what am I? Cyber cap. Cyber cap. Boogeyman. Cyber cap. Just like that. Uh, now, the cap does exist. I'm not saying it does not exist. However, it's kind of like the board game Shoots and Ladders. It is a symphony of escape hatches and loopholes and ladders, and you can go down slides, and you have to read the fine print. And I keep going back to the Rams as the example. The Rams had no business doing anything they've done the last two years via trade and free agent signings and whatnot, and they keep finding money, kicking the can down the road. It's kind of like the U.S. Uh, you know government, and you know they're so far in debt. What do they do? They just go further in debt. That's what you do. You just work your way around the salary cap. But if you read the fine print, there are rules about bonuses and offset language and incentives. So it's really a bit of witchcraft. It's voodoo economics. The salary cap is what it is. It's a tool that can be used when you do not want someone, but if you want someone – it's what I've always believed, uh, and I think most of us believe this in, 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 to be true in business, and I, I think you would too as well. If the people you're working for really want you, they will find a way to keep you, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. Now, the last word on this, for the Broncos, this Vaughn Miller situation, think of it like pottery, right? It depends on how you want to shape it. You, you, it's a, the salary cap is malleable. Right. It's like clay. You can can bend it and move it around. Right. And it's not going to really break. It's not going to crack under the pressure. So it really just depends on how you want to move and allocate the money. Right. So. So, again, if the Broncos want to keep Von Miller and they can figure it out, they can keep him around. But at this point, you would think that a separation would be best for both sides. Denver is light years away from being a legit contender. They're in the same division with Patrick Mahomes, who's in the Catbird seat. Hello, Patrick Mahomes, and and so you know they they can save some some nickels, right? Save some nickels, buy some pickles, as the old phrase goes. Which I just made up. Uh, but but Von Miller can also go out and find greener pastures, and we've seen what's happened with J.J. Watt. And it's been nauseating as uh, people jump over each other to, to say wonderful things and whisper sweet nothings into J.J. Watt's ear. So you have to imagine the same manny, petty treatment, a whirlwind free agent tour would happen for Vaughn Miller. I would rather have Vaughn Miller than J.J. Watt, but he could handpick a ready made Super Bowl contender of his choosing. Von Miller is the equivalent of. Pancake and waffle mix. You just have to add water, and you've got a dominating defensive player. And if he were to be let go in this hypothetical parallel dimension, where would Von Miller go? Do you imagine if he landed in the AFC West and went down to Kansas City to play for the Chiefs? Or the Raiders? I see Von Miller's like a like a Vegas guy. I could see him. Say, I want to go to the Raiders. Play in Vegas. Live in Vegas year round. The Rams, because the Rams keep inventing new money. They find new money buried in their mattress somewhere. And then you have the usual suspects that you can go down the list of, you know, the Cowboys and teams like that, the high-profile teams, for Von Miller. So that's where we stand. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show, and we'll take your calls on that. I did want to acknowledge the passing of Rush Limbaugh. As you know, we work here at the – Uh, Fox Sports Radio Studios, and uh, I've I've actually, I I never met Rush, but he did work, a big star at the Premier Networks, the Premier Radio Networks, now it's just the Premier Networks, and I always remember, I'm going to talk more about this on the podcast over the weekend, uh, some of my memories of uh, the times that Rush came out to L.A. to do a show, but a pioneer in political talk radio, and... Uh, there's a studio, if you ever come to our, to our main studio when things get back to normal, and just across the hall, um, you go out, the main studio of Fox Sports Radio, you make a right turn, then you make a left turn, there's a little, kind of, there's a couch there and some, uh, some chairs to sit in, and then across the hall on the right is the studio where Rush worked out of when he would come to L.A. for a week at a time or for a few days at a time. And uh, no one else uh, used that studio. I don't recall. I don't recall anyone uh, using that. That was like Rush's personal studio when he came to LA, and he didn't come to LA that much. But but he had his own own little studio. But a titan in the radio business. I know for Premiere, the the, the the mothership there, uh, Rush's impact tremendous. And in in talk radio in general, whether you liked him or hated him uh, politically, and I know there's a lot of Vitriol about everything these days, but his impact on my profession, one of the all time legends uh, of of talk radio and a tremendous contribution to the radio business as an entertainer and as a broadcaster. Uh, tremendous. Rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh. All right, we'll take your calls. 877 99 on Fox. 877 996 6369. If you would like to be part of the program, and uh, speaking of radio, a number of radio people uh, had their panties in a bunch here. Very upset, very upset about something that happened on Wednesday. I got a kick out of this uh, on on ma- many, many levels. I'll explain what I mean. We also have Ask Ben coming up later in the hour. We'll get to all of it, and we will do it next. Hey, this is Half Pint, and I love
4: the business
6: knowledge show.
5: Well, thank you, Half
4: Pint. I- Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's
0: no distance too far for the perfect trip.
3: Hi, checking in for...
0: Or the perfect table.
3: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
7: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one on one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on Love top of it,
9: like that, see that,
2: ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella,
7: point game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock, and then he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I need it? Ain't <laughs>
2: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: We believe in the power of the people and the Maler Militia get the most out of the Ben Maler Show listening experience by adding your touch. Take a few seconds to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites in the Ben Maler Show. His first name is Roberto Last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24.
2: Middle fingers are okay. I did that many times, threw that many times to Barry Bonds. And
9: now live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Robin Vegas writes in. He says, Ben, it's a simple fix for Vaughn Miller
5: to get his career back on track. He needs to get back to grabbing his crotch and humping the turf. Problem solved. Look at that. You're an answers guy, Robin Vegas. It's all about these solutions, clearly. Justin in Cincinnati writes in and says, I, he's one of the Cincinnati bros. He says, I'd like to see Von Miller stay in the AFC West just to piss off Coop. is a blow for Coop. The Broncos have sucked for a while now, but it's a guy, Coopaloop.
8: Von Miller. Uh, I, it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm torn about this. Because, I mean, the narrative that you gave about him not being as good, that's that's kind of not, you know, too accurate. Yeah, I'll, I'll take him. That's, that's you know it's no, kind of a spin. 20, sure.
5: 2019 his numbers were down, he was hurt this year. That's
8: a player on decline. Yeah, he was, his numbers were down, but first of all, he still his had Sack
5: total was he had like I think 8 sacks or something. It was way down from what it had been. Yeah, 8, eight was, sacks is still, still pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And but by his by his standards it was down. He was not as good a player as he had been. Yes, well, the starting line can you acknowledge
8: that? Well, because the starting linebacker on it. the other side of him, look, I can it's get done- louder too. That doesn't mean I'm That's so stupid. It, Relax. We're having a discussion. We're, yeah, and, and you're you're saying he was not. Everyone agrees. There's no debate. His
5: performance was down. In the
8: 2019. starting linebacker on the other side was out the entire year. He was being double teamed I the know. whole
5: season long. Uh, it's too difficult. I know. I know. He's a victim. Oh, of and, circumstance. and you're telling
8: me that you wouldn't have a fit and and a celebration, throw a party if the Rams picked him up. Get out of here.
5: Uh, listen, the Rams are fine. They're, they got Matthew Stafford. They don't need Vaughn Miller. Okay? Come on.
9: <laughs>
8: they got
5: Stafford. They're good. They got the quarterback wow. now. Wow. This guy's a legend. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> Ram quarterback <laughs> since Kurt Warner. Matthew Stafford. Outstanding.
8: But so, who, who knows what's happening with this whole, like, he was being investigated yeah, by the thing, that's, Denver that's police. Yeah, that's the one so, Yeah,
5: mark. but he hasn't been charged. Until he's charged, I mean, people get investigated, but until he's actually charged with something, then that becomes but an wait, issue.
8: But we've heard nothing about it yeah, since that early, yeah, like, the initial report. So, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, I understand that, but I, don't you think if... I mean, I don't know I, he, he if he was going to be charged with something, I think somebody would have leaked it out like something terrible, don't you think? I like, think, no, I think no, if, nobody can keep a secret.
8: I think if it seemed like he wasn't going to be charged with something, we wouldn't be hearing all this about the Broncos moving on from von Miller. look if they if they can, yeah, I totally agree if they can package him with with some some picks to get a quarterback, then I'd you know then I, then I'd accept it, but you would accept it. you want Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford is already that that's that ship has sailed. You can, can trade him again though if you want, you know. Drew Locke is good. Drew Locke's good.
5: <laughs> yeah, Drew Lock. Yeah, that's right. Keep going with Drew Locke. That's a you were hyping him up a year ago, Coop. What happened? You love the guy. You Tell me how great jersey. he was gonna be. Yeah, you got a Drew Locke jersey. That's a well, yeah. lock.
8: <laughs> First of it all, I don't have a jersey. Drew Locke jersey. <laughs> that's not what I hear. <laughs> The last jersey that I've purchased of a of an active player is a Von Miller jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said it was Mike Trout. Uh, well, I no. I purchased. I mean, I have a Mike Trout jersey as well, but I have purchased the Von Miller one after that. Yeah, you don't wear <laughs> o- you don't wear that Mike Trout jersey in October,
5: though. I know that. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take some phone calls. We have Ask Ben coming up a little bit later in the hour. And let's see, who do we have? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, take a caller. Let's go down to Kansas City and part of the power couple, Half Pint in Kansas City. Hello, Half Pint.
7: Uh oh. Hey,
6: man. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, Half Pint. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hey. hear you. Hey, it's Ben. Hey, hey. I hear you.
5: Yeah, hey, 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 where's my John there?
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a problem down here, Ben. Ben are was on his phone. One of his ex-girlfriends. And she's nothing they they come.
5: Uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Now, I think... Uh, help me. I... I Wait, beer drinking Brian was on the phone with an ex girlfriend. Yep.
6: Yeah, and she was she, she's nuts. Oh
2: man.
7: Have, yeah, he's what? on the
6: phone with one of his retarded girlfriends. So, um. Well, eh. I don't think you oh, man, a... he needs your help, dude. He really needs your help.
5: All right. How, how can I help him? What can I do? Can I slap him around a little bit? Knock some sense into him here? What's going on with this guy? I don't
6: know, but he he's she's he driving nuts.
5: Yeah, I don't know. What, what's that? It. Yeah, he is, he is. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, here he is. Okay. Here he is. Here he I is. Heard, I heard
6: that. Can i word. give a ride on my John Deere. Roberto, stop it! You're not
7: What's happening.
5: up, man? You're listening to our live coverage here. Half pint now has passed the phone to Beer Drinking Brian. This is live across the network on Fox. Uh, Beer Drinking Brian, <laughs> what, what, what? I'm hearing reports of you uh, flirting with the ex-girlfriends here. What's no, going no, on with no, you?
7: No, no. Wow. Uh, one of my exes in Texas tex- actually called me.
5: I think that's a and, song. Uh, My ex is in Texas. I think that's a well, song. Here, half She pint watched Miller me move the
7: down there. Something she was saying about love and all this. And I mean, I haven't <laughs> been down there. I, I I was at the radio station from 2000 to 2004. Yeah, and I haven't seen her since. And well, I you, don't know you, what you, happened.
5: Now, Brian, you can understand how it's possible that half pint might feel a little uncomfortable with that conversation,
7: right? You know, I mean, just a little bit. Well, I think she was about ready. To- well, cut something.
5: Okay, well, I could hear her screaming in the you're background there. So not uh, happy. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to uh, you're supposed to get the ring,
7: right? I mean, you're, this, you guys are talking about getting I, married here. What no, that's all good too, and I'm still gonna do that cameo uh, and everything. You know, don't no change the uh, subject. It's all good. we yeah. not why? mad at me. The lady's just
5: nuts. Oh, she's mad at the okay. It sounded like she was mad with you, though. It sounded like she was angry. Yeah, why is she yelling in the background? Yeah, what's she yelling about? Put her back on the phone. Put her back on the phone.
7: Hey, on the phone. Uh,
5: hey,
6: Ben, if the well, idea. She don't like me, and I don't like her.
9: Are you, are you upset Brian, with...
6: She's getting Brian Hill back.
9: Are you upset with Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
6: just
7: caught in between. What the
9: hell's going on? I
7: think she I said...
5: So, so, well, most... I don't want to speak for women, but I think generally most women do not get along with their boyfriend's uh, exes, right? Is that normally how yes. that usually works? I mean, I think that's just a natural, uh, natural position. That's to been have my there. experience, Ben. Yeah, that's been, uh, yeah. Okay. Well,
7: I got an issue with my brother. Now I got an issue with my ex. Now I got an issue with Half money. Yeah. I it's mean, Half going on. on my side, though, but I mean, she's to yo, that girl. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that uh, that would that
5: would lead you to a dark place. There, I'm, th- I'm thinking, but uh, you know, whatever. Vegas, Vegas. But in order to get in order to in order to get <laughs> married, you have to like propose and <laughs> have. <you> know, <laughs>
9: I love
6: hearing her in the background. Right <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, like, laughs> he met me on my uh, do right do do game
7: game. Do I have to do the old on the air or something to propose to her.
5: Well, you can do it however you want. I don't know. You could do it that way, or you mentioned uh, cameo or whatever. I mean, anything you want to do, there, it's uh, we're open. to No, nah, I think we're gonna
7: do what you just said. Yeah. Uh,
5: okay. All right. Well, let, let me. I'm available, so let me know. All right. Thank you. Uh,
6: no, Beardrick and has got an issue. He couldn't walk to the station yesterday, so I tried doing my him
5: a ride on my. Gotta tell you though, I think the the whole surprise element of that's kind of out the window when you announce <laughs> what you're.
9: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they, they won't remember it tomorrow you know <laughs> it's a fair point eddie but
5: i mean if you're as you know, you're gonna say all right i'll have a you know a proposal on cameo which is cool which is great and you know it's a fun thing whatever fine but you know the, the bid is to not like announce it and he's been announcing it for like a month he's been announcing this
9: crazy so what's our takeaway from this i thought initially that the you know the couple of the year you know could be breaking up. Could here. be breaking up, and that would yeah. be in jeopardy. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe everything's alright. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So it sounds. It sounds like even though half pint, she led us astray there because she made it seem like she was upset with beer drinking Brian, but she's really upset with the the other woman who's the ex, who keeps contacting beer drinking Brian, and and then but she, but Brian has to like answer the call. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah.
9: Brian, uh, if you're listening, you you don't have to answer the call.
5: Yeah, you can you just know, let that go to voicemail. Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
9: Can you imagine is what his voicemail sounds like. <laughs> or <laughs> or a half pint? Oh yeah, half, half
5: pints.
6: A, half pint.
9: <laughs> hey, hey, miss
6: hey, miss hey, half pint. Hey, half pint. Yeah.
5: But, uh, beer drinking Brian must be uh, Casanova. Hey, uh, women. Oh, well, uh, that's not a
9: surprise. I mean, come on. <laughs> I
5: mean, dying to be with half with uh, with him. My goodness. Okay. Uh it is. He's the life of the party that beer drinking Brian. I know that. Uh it's the hair. It's got to be the hair. But yeah, the
9: rocker. He's got like the rocker hair. Yeah.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
9: And hey Ben, it looks like uh, Richard Sherman will be on the move and playing elsewhere next season. The former star defensive back. Uh, said in a recent interview that it's been made clear to him by the 49ers that uh, he is not a part of their plans. Played three seasons in San Francisco. Uh, before that, of course, the uh, one of the corners for the Legion of Boom up there in Seattle. Uh, just five games, though, last year with the 49ers due to injury. So uh, I don't know uh, what the market is for Richard Sherman, but uh, apparently uh, he'll be on the move and playing somewhere else next season. Well, he already flirted with the John Gruden, right? Remember, they did the podcast
5: and a couple weeks ago, and he was, he was hugging it out with Gruden, and Gruden was, like, recruiting him to play for the Raiders for some All right, reason. Roberto, here you go. You can have a washed-up defensive back. Join the Raiders secondary. So that's, just good, what the Raiders, yeah. that's just what they need there. Now we're getting Von Miller. Yeah. <laughs> You getting Von Miller? Is that right? Yeah. All right. It's a Ben Maller show on Fox. This portion made possible by Discover Card. We believe a better tomorrow is possible for everyone. Discover something brighter. So a lot of my colleagues in radio uh, were in a tizzy because Tom Brady, Tom Brady on his social media channels, sent out a video, and it was to point out the the haters, the hater raid, the haters ball. All of us gas bags and blowhards. It said nasty things about Tom Brady and the chances of the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl and Tom Brady having success. And so it was a one minute clip, and Tom Brady tagged it on social media saying, I love talk radio, is what he said. Channeling his inner Bill Belichick. Of course, remember, Belichick famously didn't want to get into talk radio uh, when. During the season with the Patriots, I guess but-
7: I'll just put it
9: nicely and pass on the opportunity to get involved in talk radio. Yeah. So Tom
5: Brady says I love talk radio, and then played a one-minute clip, and the clip showed a bunch of Brady highlights there, and the Super Bowl, and other players there. And, uh, but it had the things from the from Sports Illustrated, the Boston Globe, the Washington Post, uh, ESPN, different headlines. The Orlando Sentinel was in there. And they played all these clips, and none of them were from talk radio. <laughs> they, were all, they were all from, like, TV people. Is, like, does Tom Brady not realize the difference between television and radio? Does he not understand the Uh-oh. the difference between the mediums and all that? I mean, and by the way, I love talk radio. Most of the headlines were from newspapers and then random people on Twitter. The biggest upset of them all, though. Is that Tom Brady did not include the number one card carrying Tom Brady hater in that clip. Complete left Rob Parker out. That's blasphemy. No My- way, no
9: how.
4: <laughs> 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 He's like the guy. low. The low. Luckies <laughs> My- <laughs> of all times
8: still. <laughs> <laughs> like, like guy. How do you how do you if you're <laughs> makes no
5: sense? I know. It's the beauty it's of, a of Rob. Is a no, but if you're if you're gonna do a vignette about people that hate you, like Rob Parker's on TV and national radio, and he like destroys Brady every chance he gets. And you don't put him in there. Come on, man, what's I wrong? Need a with you cold
2: showered. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And my cheese was hot.
5: I do like the people upset that they were you know, that took shots at Brady. That were upset that they weren't included. They wanted, but if you were to include everyone that doubted Tom Brady this year, uh, it would have been about a four-hour video on Twitter. Right, it would have been like a four-hour video thing there. On-
4: Sound the alarm!
5: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's great. There you go. All right, the the great uh, Tom Brady. It, remember Michael Jordan? That documentary that aired 2020 and the, about the uh, the the back and forth. Oh, we got to find reasons for motivation. The haters. These guys are like, I don't listen to sports radio. I don't watch sports TV. And then, But when they win, nobody thought we could do it. Nobody believed in us. Yeah. Okay. We got Ask Ben right now. Here we go. Strike up the band. Your questions are answered.
4: It's now time for. Time, time, time for. Then hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now.
5: Yes, Ask Ben this portion of the Ben Mathers Show for the rest of the hours. The late, great Larry King used to say back in the day, made possible by Farmer's Insurance. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you can save a whole lot of something.
8: Los Angeles, on, hello.
5: On auto insurance. Rest in peace, Larry King. There's an icon back in the day. All right, Koopa Loop. what do we got here, Koopa Loop?
8: All right, Ben, uh, we're going to start off with a question for you. And... Uh it was a call-in yes. question. Unfortunately, a, a calling question. Yes, unfortunately, I, I neglected to write down uh, the, oh. the caller's name. Oh, that's the most important part, Coop. I know. Oh. I, I the n- thought I, the I, name. I, I know. I know. But it was an interesting question, so I'm going to ask it. Uh, All the, right. The caller wanted to know when did you come up with the format for your show, where you you know have game shows and, and whatnot.
5: Uh, well, it's very complex, as you know, to do talk radio. No, uh, it just kind of developed over the years. I, if you listen to some of the the clips from when I started at Fox Sports Radio, I always loved doing the game show stuff. Even when I was you know, doing local stuff in L.A., we had game shows that we played. I thought it was fun. Changed it up a little bit, the monotony of talk radio. So I liked that. And then slowly over time, believe it or not, I actually used to try different things. And, uh, and then... Just kind of created what we have here, and I'd still like to change it a little bit. There's still some things that you always got to keep evolving, but yeah, it was just a, it was a slow, methodical process of me, gra- you know, gasping for air quite a bit, suffocating on the radio, and then finally figuring out. All right, what's next here? It's ask
8: Ben your questions, our answers. All right, this is a question for everybody. This is from Dave. Hi, Dave. But the when was the first time you were on a plane? Where did you go?
5: Uh, I was a family
8: vacation,
5: believe to Hawaii. Actually, believe to Hawaii. I was a little kid. It was either Hawaii or Chicago. It was a family either family reunion in Chicago. It's around the same time or a
9: trip to Hawaii. What about you, Eddie? Well, since I was born in Hawaii, I've got to believe my first plane trip was to the mainland uh, when I was like six years old. No, all right. Yeah. You don't remember, remember that? Six years old? No, I don't remember it. Wow, yeah, I don't.
5: Yeah, I don't. I kind of have some vague memories of when I was like, I want to
8: say I was like five. My first Actually, kind of memories are it, five. It had
9: to be before that, Coop, because I did attend kindergarten in California. So
8: I was going to say six is pretty old to to not have uh, any memory. So maybe four. Okay. Yeah, but but that's... Coop, the o- the older you get, the less you remember. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, what about you, Roberto? On a plane to Mexico, my mom said it freaked out people because I was a little kid, and since I'm like, oh, what happened? I don't hear the I don't hear the engine anymore. I think the engine turned off or something <laughs> like that. I said something like that out loud, and it freaked everybody else around me. Always comforting on a plane to hear that. Uh, the engine turned off on the plane. What about you, Koopaloop? I know my first flight ever was to New Jersey. I was like two years old, so I don't remember that, obviously. Uh, first flight that I actually remember was to San Francisco.
5: Oh, all right. Flying, I, as I remember, maybe it's just because you romanticize things. I remember it being a much more enjoyable experience than it had been like recently. Yeah, yeah, it was right? absolutely, yeah. yeah. All right, and you, you see, before my time though, you see. Like clips of people who would get dressed up in suits and, and you know women would wear nice outfits. To Pan fly. Am, <laughs> yeah,
9: Pan Am. They did that to the ball game at one time.
5: I know. You see photos of baseball games and everyone's wearing their Gee, suits, suits and hats, yeah. and that's you know, pretty oh cool. It's pretty wild. All right, why don't we uh, pause right there? We'll have a a full long segment here of Ask Ben for the rest of the hour. As we said, your questions are answers. Keep them coming in. hashtag Ask Ben on Twitter.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
3: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zinn Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch
2: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: From peasants to patriarchs, everyone is welcome in the secret society that is the Maller Militia. Listen live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. But catch-up on shows you missed on demand around the clock via the podcast. Tell your friends and enemies about the virtues of the Ben Maller Show. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you download audio content, and give us five stars. It helps supersize the Malheur brand. And now, live from the Farmers Insurance, Walk Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Ask Ben
5: continues for the rest of the hour. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Farmers Insurance. Call Farmers Today for a quote. And back over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions.
8: All right, Ben, uh, this is another question for everybody. Uh, right. This is from No Help. Uh, he wants to know what is the most adverse weather event? Adverse weather event that you have been through. Uh, so let's see. I mean, earthquakes
5: obviously aren't a weather event. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I've been in some really nasty, gnarly storms when I've been visiting the northeastern part of the United States. I was, I guess the worst was I was driving from Buffalo down to New York and there's a massive storm that came in, I guess, off the lake there. It was during the summer, so it wasn't a cold storm. But I had to stop on the New York Expressway because there was so much water and rain I could not see. So I stopped in the middle of the highway. That was like the worst storm I had been in. I don't think it had a name, though. I don't think they had a name for it. So that doesn't really – I don't get any street cred on that one. What about you, Eddie?
9: Well, as you know, Ben, I hail from Central California where I, where I grew up. And, yes. uh during my teenage years i got caught driving out in some hellacious fog oh uh, yeah the fog's nasty it's, bingo. it's really really bad in central california during certain parts of the year they call it the yeah. tule fog and uh it was so bad that i opened my car door and looked at the 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 You know, the line painted in the the center divider line that's painted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. To to see where I was going, trying to see where I was going. Uh, Eventually, I just kind of pulled off to the side and just stayed there for a while. But, uh, and it was, this was in, in, you know, the town I grew up in that I still could go back to this day and know how to get around. It's not a big place. Yet, I mean, when you can't see, it doesn't matter, you know, how familiar you are with the area.
5: You know, now that you bring that up, I, I, when I, just at the end of last year, when I went to the national park, I was in Visalia and they, yeah. there was that fog, that horrible fog. I remember driving in and like the fog set in and I was like, holy crap, I can't, I can't see anything.
8: Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Roberto? Yeah, uh, driving through the grapevine in California right here and uh, during the fog, could not see the could not see the car in front of me. It was really, it's really scary. Bad. It yeah. is scary. Yeah, it, it, it was insane. Didn't able to see cars
5: in front of you, behind you, anywhere around you. It was crazy. Well, no black ice though. I mean, you see that? You saw that accident in Dallas with the black oh, ice, wow, and yeah. oh my oh, god, yeah, wild man. There's nothing you can do. You got to like. There's nothing you can't hit your brakes are useless. What about you, Coop?
8: Well, so I didn't actually have to uh, brave the elements in this situation, but. If I have to, if I had to, like name one, I would say driving back from Las Vegas, getting caught in a snowstorm in the in the mountains, and then having to sit there for like four hours, not even moving. I want. To, I. I was. Oh. You're still upset by this. You're still. Tra- tra- you're traumatized. Just. By this. Tra- I mean, yeah. traffic just drives me insane. When, like, it's yeah. one thing if like you're kind of moving around at a slow pace, but when you're just stopped and you're, just, you're just, just sitting there, oh, man, it just...
5: Uh. Well, it's like when you're on the the highway at night and there's an accident and they do a traffic break to clear the accident and you're sitting there. But at least that only lasts usually like,
8: right, like 20, yeah. 30
5: minutes. Yeah. 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 All right, what's next
8: here? It's Ask Ben. Your questions or answers. All right, this one is from Manic Mike. Uh, he wants to know when you're in a... I already know the answer probably for all of you, but... Uh, The group question, uh, when you're in a bad mood, do you prefer to be left alone or have someone try to cheer you up?
5: Oh, no, I want to be alone. I I want solitude. I do not want to be cheered up. I want to sulk. I'm a sulker. I just want to sulk in my anger. What about you, Eddie?
9: Well, I probably would rather be cheered up, but the problem is when I'm in a bad mood, I'm an a-hole, and so it just makes it worse because then I'm a jerk to the person <laughs> trying to cheer me up. So just leave me alone, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Roberto. Yeah, I'd rather be left alone. Yeah,
8: yeah. I think most people. Hey, Coop. I'm. I'm like. I'm like Eddie. Uh, I, I probably would prefer to be cheered up, but I. I know I'm. I just get mean, so I just, you know, limit myself. Yeah, I hear you.
1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new?